temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three... Two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. As always, you can get this on all of your normal iTunes feeds, so Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., or on our website, CBSSportsRadio.com. So today was the ham sandwich order because Ed Ogeron said he was going to celebrate his national championship with a ham sandwich, and we decided, well, we debated whether it was celebratory or not. I think what you saw there was a very strict line of demarcation in the show where you said absolutely not because you have very hard definitions of food. Right. Where they fit into the grand scheme of things, whether orders are proper or not, etc. Sure. I mean, in my column, I give you a football food of the week. I'm not just giving you lunch every week. And I think Pete is much more of a philosophical thinker. And so his philosophy is no matter what you eat, it can be considered celebratory if you're in a celebratory mood. Basically, right. If Pete comes home and he's had a good day and it's the 17th month anniversary of his wedding and they want to make pancakes that night, he's going to call them celebratory pancakes. When in reality, you know, it's not exactly like he went out for lobster tails. Well, but see, this this does draw a line where how different you guys think. Right. For you, there's only a set things that you would accept it being a celebration it has to be a big meal, a special meal, a unique meal. Something you, and you're not just going to whoop up in the kitchen any minute. And he's saying, right, so in your mind, the definition of special is either labor or uniqueness or cost. Right. And he is saying it's the moment. Yes. It has nothing to do with what the food is. Which is asinine. <laughs> so, like, basically, he's saying whatever Ed Orgeron eats next following winning a national championship is a celebratory this. So, and that's philosophical. It's stupid. That means he hasn't fully celebrated yet. If he gets a taquito at 7-Eleven on the way home because nothing's open, that's not a celebratory taquito. But that's you telling Ed Ogeron what's proper celebration. No, he could be in the mood for a ham sandwich. If that's only once and he's a simple guy, then that's fine. The next time he goes out, you know, for a couple shots and a steak, that's the celebration. Well, you're telling the celebratory meal. You're telling him what he should celebrate with. Maybe he doesn't want that. Maybe Pete doesn't want something more than a ham sandwich. Okay, look, we're all human beings here. There is something that Ed Ogeron and Pete the Body Bellotti, I can't believe they're in the same sentence here, would love to eat that they don't eat normally, that if they get it, it's like, wow, this is a treat. A ham sandwich is not a treat. If Eddie Ogeron is not having a ham sandwich normally and he loves them, but Pete, that's a him problem. But Pete's saying it doesn't have to be a treat. It's just your state of mind. 
That's stupid. <laughs> That's stu- so. Anytime you're in a good mood, it's a celebratory. This I have. We have donuts here every Friday. Are we celebrating with donuts? Or we? Yeah, just- we're celebrating this Friday. I don't look at it that way. I just look at it. As, All right, we pick a day of the week that we're having donuts. You oftentimes say, "Get me to Friday." Those donuts. Signify Friday? Yeah. Signify your your end of the, the But that's week. not a cel- what you You're celebrating? No. If I go home that night and I decide I'm going to have an eight-scoop ice cream Sunday, and I, ne- I have that twice a year, that's celebrating that I- it was a hard week and I made it to Friday. Bigger picture here that you were dissatisfied with that order for you. I was. I was. It wasn't bad, but you know what the problem was? I... Because I still haven't mastered the eating on the new morning schedule. Yeah. I have not. So I have been making like these little egg omelette kind of things with some spinach and some tomato. But I can't figure out when to eat them. If I wait until 7 a.m., 8 a.m., a couple hours into the show, I'm going to have headaches and I don't think I will be as sharp. I have decided recently to eat at 5 a.m. I get in at 4.30 and I give myself a half an hour to work and eat at 5. You came in with this ham sandwich idea not 15 minutes after I'd already had eggs for the day. Had... I not eaten those eggs, I think I would have expanded it. Maybe I would have ordered a nice juicy ham, egg, and cheese on some kind of bagel dripping and just went for it. Yeah. So then I, I basically placated and I said, I'll have some kind of ham sandwich. But they didn't fully grasp what a Monte Cristo was when I was ordering. And I tried to order that and kind of walk You punted from it. the opponent's 40. Right. And basically what I walked them through wasn't executed properly. I The meat was cold. I wanted the meat hot. It was just the bread that was really toasted. So while the sandwich on the surface, again, would be fine, I wouldn't call it a celebratory. We're having ham sandwiches today. <laughs> and I looked around. Everybody's got, you know, these great ham moments. I mean, cheese oozing out of Pete's sandwich. You're taking pictures of this monster stack with sauerkraut. I mean, you got an omelet with basically peppers and onions looking like they were fresh out of Arizona on Bogus's thing. And there I, I basically had two pieces of rye toast with a couple slices of ham and turkey on it. That's basically what I had. I basically had what your grandmother would make you when you came home from school and she was watching you. That's what I had. And I was jealous. I made a mistake. Yesterday we had a great moment where we had, who did we have scheduled to come on the show yesterday? Football insider, NFL Will Brinson. Will Brinson. And just before Will Brinson is supposed to come on, you get a phone call. And I see you answer the phone. And you look quizzically at the phone. And you (laughs) you hold the receiver. And you say down the line, Dick for meals on the phone? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, he was supposed to call during Sunday morning football yesterday. Right. We had him scheduled for Sunday morning football, and he was one full day late in calling. Right. Now, Very timely is Dick for meals. Our Sunday morning football producer, Ryan Hickey, had called him multiple times that morning. He did not pick up. Left him messages, text messages, etc. So Dick for meal woke up to those text messages and phone calls on Sunday morning. Whenever he wakes up, maybe he's in California with wine. I don't know. With the wine. Ignored them. (laughs) Didn't call Ryan Hickey. Didn't say, oh, I missed the interview. Didn't text back. Just decided, I'll call tomorrow. And just called in the middle of the show. Called whatever number he was given. Not the same exact time either because we were supposed, where it's a different time slot. Oh, interesting. That's right. I was thinking you're not on it in in the 9 a.m. hour anymore. I figured maybe he was calling the same time. So he just picked any time. And and by the way, that couldn't have, if that wasn't you on the air, it was some other producer, they probably would have just put Dick Vermeil up. And so we had to make the decision, well, we already have Will Brinson booked. Let's wait to tape with Dick Vermeil to then run on this Sunday morning football because I didn't want to risk 
him not picking up again for another time. Right. Which happens to be, and I really like Dick Vermeil, but this is the second time that he he was scheduled and didn't answer his phone this year for Sunday morning football. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. So, so then when he calls back, it's on his clock. You better be ready to Yeah, do so I wasn't going to trust a third time of right. him not picking up. So it's just very funny. The middle of the show, you just look at me and you're like, Dick for meals on the phone? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it at all. And I was weighing my options. Because, uh, hi, it's Dick for meal. He's waiting for you, DA. Because as a producer, that's your moment, right? Like, you look into a great guest, a great name that happens to get something mixed up and he calls the time you're producing that should be a win where it's like, hey, we just got really lucky we have Dick That's Vermeer when you find here. a $50 bill on the ground. Right. The problem is he was scheduled for your show that I don't produce on Sundays, and he happens to call three minutes before the time. And by the way, in a four-hour show that we have, the only time I have a guest Only other time. To, with a nice guy like Will Brinson who comes on, I'm not going to screw him over. You know, had Dick Vermeer called 20 minutes earlier, he might be getting popped up yep. on the air at that point. But I couldn't do that, so I had to think in the moment. And you know what? Ryan Hickey booked Dick Vermeil for Sunday morning football. He should have Dick Vermeil for Sunday morning football. That is leadership out of my end. Again, what else is new? I will say that you become a better leader is a strong word, but you're a better employee nowadays. That's like the nicest thing you've said to me yeah. in five years. Yeah, you're you're well seven now. I got to delete side B before. I can. <laughs> But I will say that some of your own old tendencies do come out, like this whole Pete the Body Bilotti musical director, or audio director, right. director of audio, which I can't wait to hear side B because I want to hear you bringing this up to Bilotti. I'm, I'm glad that you'll be talking to Bilotti about this and Bogish, but at the end of the show, since we turned into the new time slot, always for the last two and a half years, nearly three years, I said Pete the Body Bilotti, the wheels of steel. And I realized, you know... That's not giving him enough credit. That just says he's on the board. He doesn't. Re- that's not really a job title. You're just on the board. And well, that is his job title. Yeah, but it's not like I'm calling him board operator. I'm calling okay. on the wheels of steel. So you it, find a cooler way to say it. It'd be like saying and Sean Mraz on the other side of the glass. And it's like, no, that's not your job title. You're your executive producer, which I call you. Good point. So well, you're really making me. Re- I really <laughs> wish maybe we tape side <laughs> after this. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I've said this, and you just shake your head in disgust every time that I do this, and I yeah. and I feel like it's respectful to Bilotti. It might be, might again. I don't want to walk myself in any corners because there are some things said on side B. I will just say this: my problem something is said. how much Pete smiles about it, and that's your goal. You're looking to make Pete happy there, and my point is. I know that Pete now is not taking that as a fun nickname. In my mind, Pete is taking that as a legitimate job title. Like, Pete will go to bosses inevitably in six months when he needs something, and he'll say, this is no way to treat an audio director. Or like, something <laughs> so, like that. Like, and so the you think will, he'll exploit it? Yeah, and the bosses will be like, what do you mean audio director? We don't hire audio directors. Like, he will take that as a real job. And it's not. So, so the danger for you is that it could be used for bad it could use be used for evil yeah or not even evil like because you don't mind that he's getting glossed i think pete does a great job he's a great part of the show i just found it peculiar (laughs) that to start the new year we're looking around everybody's got the same nicknames and there's pete with this new fancy title that sounds like it could be a real job title that thus then pete will advance onto his resume and if he looks for further careers We'll have this made-up job that people are going to be looking at Indeed. Like, did they hire audio directors in 2020? What happened? 
Okay. Uh, well, so if I made up a fancy name for you, would you be okay with it? Again, I think you should listen to Sidekick. <laughs> okay. There are some things. Okay. Maybe I'm going to take back some of them. <laughs> I'm going to feel real crummy about it. I probably look like an egotistical maniac. But what's said is said, and we'll keep it keep it aired. What's done is done. What's done is done. <laughs> okay. That's side A. Here comes side B. All right. Welcome to side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, host of side B, executive producer slash <clears throat> radio personality on Whoa. the DA show. Here I am on side B in all my full glory. And how about this? It's not often you say you can have a menage a trois. It's not often you could say you could have a threesome, but that is exactly what we are having here on Side B as I am joined by Pete the Body Bilotti and Andrew Bogish for a three-way PGP Side B. Hello. Uh, arguably the worst threesome in the history of anything. I, I apologize. Yeah. Mm. Nobody signed up for this. Now, you know that threesome and menage a trois are the same thing, right? Are the same thing. Yes. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, you said them as if they were no, different. No, no, just one is called that in France, the other's called that in the United States of America. Okay, all right. So which, one, which one goes where? Menage a trois, because uh-huh. that would be like a T-R-O-I-S? Yeah. Boy, this is New Year. <laughs> what is going on <laughs> right must now? have told you that when you walked in. This what is, year is it, 3,000? <laughs> this is New Year. New me- and by the way, I had just said on the way in as we were going to walk in, said, all right, guys, who's ready? Let's go have this three-way. And uh, Ack who have fame, CBS Sports Radio Update fame, stopped me and goes, oh, Marais, I'm going to report you to HR for that three-way joke. All right, right Chief. Oh, he's so funny. Yeah, I mean. He really is. Yeah, no, we're literally having a three-way podcast. Underappreciated. He may, he may want to get here a little earlier next yeah. time. Well, <laughs> speaking speaking of useless stuff. Is act, act premature? Is that what you're saying? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just double-checking. Yeah. Okay. 855-212-4267. Speaking. <laughs> Speaking of uh, made-up stuff, like bad jokes, you know, DA, over the last, I would say, eight days since we started this, I mean, I've lost track on how many days it's been, honestly, I'm on no sleep, Jerry, no sleep at all, has started to change titles around here, I've noticed. And Pete's title on the way out of every show now has become Audio Director, mm-hmm. Andrew Bogish. Yeah. Now, if you go through the intercom hiring process, you will not find any job titles and openings for Audio Director. Yet DA proceeds to call him this, and Pete loves it. Pete can't get enough of being called the audio Fire director. It, yeah, exactly. It gives him some importance. Right. It gives him some of this. Uh, you know, Pete, why do you feel so self-important to be called audio director? First of all, I didn't ask him to call me the audio director. No, right? I know that's, you didn't. That's his, that's his prerogative. That's what he wants to do. That's and it is the wants. DA show. It's the DA show. He can sure. do whatever he wants. He's the host. So he calls me audio director. That's fine. Whatever. That's that's what it will be, and you know what? I'm not getting all bent out of shape like you, Mister Contributor Talent. That 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 changes mm. your title on social media. It's true. And, and and now you're gonna brag on me. I haven't even done anything with the be- with the audio director, nor will I. Because Pete, it's like the smile, the holding the hand up, like yes, I'm the audio director. And I would say, and Bogus, I think would agree with me. If Pete Bellotti went to look for a new job, January 1, 2021. Mm-hmm. Bogish, would Pete list on his list of resume and all his jobs in radio, I was the audio director of the DA show? It's a possibility. Can't guarantee it, but it's a possibility. He's smiling because he knows I'm right. Yeah. No, I know, I know you're wrong. And whether you, don't, whether you write it in actual letters on your resume or say it in an interview for the job, when somebody asks you what you did, you, uh, well, I was the audio director. Like I, Everything that played on the show came through me. And therein lies the big deal here. Pete does a great job. He's he's I would call him a drop coordinator. 
maybe. He does a great job running the board. He's a good associate producer. But the idea that we're giving titles that sound like they're real titles, mm. but fake names, I think is giving Pete some self-importance that maybe does not belong. Well, while I agree, yeah, Pete, nobody can uh, see you shaking your head look, here. I think I, look, I think I think you need to find some content. Uh, for, for, I found it because this must have been a light day for you. Uh, that's why I'm here. So, so you might want to just go maybe read a book, maybe no, read the newspaper. Uh, Pete, you know I don't do read, those read it backwards. Read it however you read it. Have someone dictate it to you. Uh, but let me tell you, this is a non-story. And it doesn't really matter in the grand okay. scheme of things. All right. Well, let's bring this to me because it wouldn't be a PGP without bringing it to me. Correct. Oh, sure. You did mention this a little while ago, Pete, that I jumped to change my Twitter profile. And this is where it comes in. I do find this interesting because I do feel like maybe this rubbed DA the wrong way because he's now mentioned it several times. Uh, when the new show was set to launch, as was stated in an email to everybody, I, I relieved, was relieved of my duties as host of the pork store yeah. where I had my own name on something. And I was right. I was uh, put in what, what was classified as an elevated on-air position mm. uh, while still producing on the DA show. I believe the name was Sidekick used in an email by Mark Chernoff. Okay. So all I simply did was list my profile as, in the new year, radio personality, colon, the DA show, CBS Sports Radio. Tell me how that is factually incorrect. Well, it's a made-up title, like like you're saying about me. Well, well right, so, exactly. It's a, it's a made-up title. How is that a made-up title? It's a made-up title. Made what would you up? classify a sidekick well, you don't, as? You don't go to intercom.com and, and look under the job profile as as a sidekick or contributor like like you have. No, but so, a sidekick it, is a personality. No, no. Am well, I not well, a personality? Well, why didn't you write sidekick? Right. Since a sidekick well, was lacking. at least in an official intercom <laughs> communication. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Mm. Because unlike audio director, sidekick does sound a little demeaning. If I put sidekick on my profile and I had any take whatsoever, the people would be calling me Robin, <laughs> calling me this, that, the other thing. So it was to protect myself You've from... you thought about this a lot, huh? From Oh, there was a lot of yeah. mental stuff that went into it. But, I, you know, DA now basically holding that against me while rewarding Pete with a made-up title, I find to be crazy talk, Bogus. Well, you see, I don't... Now, I agree with a lot of your points about audio director... In in in, oh, you know, in up, particular Bogus. that Pete loves it, <laughs> but I don't understand why it bothers you. Why does it matter to you? Yeah, yeah why should that it DA calls in that? It sounds like you're jealous just, for some uh, reason it, of the title. And and, and while, because, this, while this is going on, just keep in mind, Sean is wearing a sweatshirt for his for his dad's bar. Which yeah, want to get to in a second. Bob's bar. Yeah, which is not really a bar. And, no, but it, it, it operates right, like well. So, so I'm excited for it to get so, shut down by the government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So. I'll get to my point in a second. Okay. Just a little brief aside. Tuesday during the DA show, <laughs> Pete funny. sees me wearing the sweatshirt, <laughs> stops me, and says, Sean, by the way, if your father's looking to promote and needs to wear any gear, I'll gladly wear it on the show and watch DA or whatever. What are you, the Astros? Well, well not only that, I turn to Pete and go, Pete, promote what? It's not an actual <laughs> business. It's literally my dad's backyard where we drink. Where I charge people for drinks. What's Pete think we need to promote it so everybody flies right. in from Tucson to go, to go to Bob's Bar and they see the Statue of Liberty? Let me clarify a little bit. Bob's Bar, I, I saw the sweatshirt. I thought it was a nice sweatshirt. I, I was asking him where he got the sweatshirt. What he, who made the sweatshirt? And he said his wife yeah. made the sweatshirt. She made some swag. Bob'sBar.net. And in my head, I'm like, you know what? If I'm out, Somewhere I'm not. I didn't say I'm watch DA. If I'm out somewhere 
you know, maybe I want to wear a sweatshirt. So people stop Pete and go, where's Bob's bar? I got to check that out. Are you Pete? And then I I realized. The audio director, the DA show? And then I realized. The, bo- the Boz Bar is not really a bar. Right. Could you imagine we're just we're hanging out we're hanging out Memorial Day weekend trying to watch the Yankees. There's like 10 neighbors. We're drinking some Bud Light Limes. All of a sudden, somebody from Oceanside, New York shows up. Because I saw this advertised on the audio director of the TA show shirt. So anyway, back to your point yeah. about uh, why it bothers me. I think, I think if I'm going to be admitting something here, I think it's the idea that if I am going to keep my same title in the ending credits of the DA show... As executive producer, which I still am the executive producer, with no added flashy title, despite me being given an added role, then why should Pete have an added flashy title in 2020 that wasn't actually given? Because somebody, we all should get something every once in a while, not just you. Right. It's not all about you. It's but not I all about you. actually did get something. Yeah, and you got tangible things. You got you do less work. You leave late. You leave first for anybody else. But I'm also here. the first one in the building. But because yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. train schedule, <laughs> yeah, not because right. you want to be here. <laughs> if the train left Babylon a little later, you'd be here a little bit later. Maybe you, I'd beat you here because you wake up at two o'clock in the morning. I gotta get there and not book Barcelona. Jiminy Crickets! Let me let me get out the door. Let me get in the car. I'll get myself a nice little coffee and I'll walk walk into work. Uh, casually right. give myself some time. The bottom- it's all a matter of luck the way you're getting in here. And- but all I'll say is this. I was given an enhanced role and at the ending credits Pete is being acknowledged for an advanced role he was not given and I'm still and that's but fine. But you and actually have an advanced role. The one thing Pete got was a made up title that right. could that's make him sound good title. in an interview. Pete got two less hours of work every oh, that's day. that's true. No. <laughs> well, so did I actually. We, we all, all did. Yeah. We all got less work. Do you understand that? Well why don't you prom- keep promoting that? By the way, I like to look at it as my work was redistributed. <laughs> All right, yeah, we got redistributed work. <laughs> no, no, you got less work. Yeah. My work was redistributed. I uh, look. I so just, is Pete's kind of. I just want to make sure that I, I, if Pete is going to be given this title by DA, just uh, Pete know that it's a fake title. I just want to stress that. I, I like how you're you're throwing what you would react to onto me. It's a fake title. Because you know if the shoe was on the other foot, you would have it all over everything. The shoe is on the other foot. He, no, made his, no, he it, changed it, his Twitter it, bio it, right, to exactly, a made-up title. Exactly. If, if you were named audio director, it would be... It'd be in a press release. It'd be... A press it, release? We don't write t- those. You would put on other... <laughs> <laughs> You're the self-proclaimed newsroom leader plus well, radio why, personality. But hello, this is part of my leadership, calling it out for Pete. Oh. This is what makes me a leader because I have to have the stones to do stuff Great like leader. this. Yeah, so because, it's next level leadership. Because there are other people who are talking about this Pete title and they've come to me and said, Mraz, you've yeah. got to talk to Pete and let him know this isn't a real title. Yeah, I'm sure. Who are they? I, I don't can't, We don't names. name me. We're not a snitch, Pete. That's, I'm a leader, not a yeah, snitch. You're not a leader. Get lost. All right? Well, if you want to follow the audio director... You ain't a stupid leader. You're not a leader in a newsroom. Your personality, like you said, just leave it at that. You Thank have you. gone on Thank Twitter you for from acknowledging it. CBS PDB to Pete the Body. Pete the Body. If it's Pete the Audio Director soon, we're, it's you're not out. Changing no. Pete AD. Pete AD. <laughs> look, look. That AD should be his new nickname in 2020. Listen, Pete my, AD. My 1,500 followers have to make sure. Oh, he knows his follower to count. Follow the ego's growing at Pete the Body. So uh, as it keeps growing, one every year, it will. Remain Pete the Body. All right, so you can follow Pete on Twitter at Pete the Body. You can follow Bogish on Twitter at Andrew Bogish. And you can follow. And by the way, Bogish, we didn't get to this. Maybe we get to it next week. Mm. I want to hear what your mother thinks of me now, because just to let everybody know, a little spoiler: I spent forty dollars on Girl Scout cookies for Bogish. This is true. My mom doesn't know yet, but she will before right. we talk next week. All right, week. so next week we'll find diabetic. out if, if I'm in good graces <laughs> again with the Bogish family. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at CBS. Have a great week, everyone. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.